0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene Mini Episode. Hello. A Halloween edition. Oh. We're going to be talking about some news stories that are Halloween or Halloween adjacent. Okay. Current news stories. Ooh. So I tried to find some stuff that had a Halloween element. Mm. Our first story features a mummy. (gasps) A mummy from Pennsylvania. Reading, to be exact. This story is from ABC News. Pennsylvania mummy known as Stone Man Willie... Identified after 128 years of mystery. Wow. This mummy has been in the funeral home in Reading, Pennsylvania. The funeral home's called Amunds Funeral Home, displayed for 128 years because no one would claim this guy. His family. <laughs> <laughs> that was their punishment. <laughs> Nobody claimed this dude. We're going to display him. We're going to display him. He was like an attraction for kids on field trips. (laughs) This is what the article says. More than 128 years after he died in Reading, Pennsylvania, in jail, a man who was accidentally mummified and left at a funeral home without any identification will finally get his long-awaited burial. How is he accidentally mummified? (laughs) I need more information on... That was he accidentally mummified, like oops, I didn't know I mummified him, or accidentally, like oh, I thought this was a different, I was trying to mummify a different corpse, yeah, or did he mummify like organically, right? Like, what's the
1: pro, like, what is the process? How did that happen?
0: Officials at Amund's Funeral Home, the Reading Funeral Home that has displayed what is known as Stone Man Willie for visitors since the body was brought there in 1895, said it has successfully identified the corpse and can now give it a burial. The funeral home has been holding special visitation hours for Willie all week in anticipation of a grand burial ceremony on Saturday where the deceased
1: man's name will be revealed on his tombstone. Why do they have to bury him (laughs) now that they know his name? Do you know what I mean? Because there's lots of people buried where it's like anonymous or whatever.
0: I think this already happened because this news story is from August. I mean, October 4th. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think he was already buried, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know why that is caused like, well, maybe because they had like a gravestone. They were waiting for the gravestone. Okay. Because there's unmarked graves. Right? Yeah, and they could have put Stone Man Willie on it. Why not? The man had given a fake name after he was arrested for pickpocketing and later died in jail of kidney failure, according to historical records researched by the funeral
1: home. Was the fake name he gave Stone Man Willie? No. Because oh. <laughs> that's pretty obvious. Yeah, if you come in there and they're
0: like, you're being arrested, sir, what's your name? It's Stoneman Willie. Uh, Stoneman Willie? And I did not steal that pocket watch.
1: I'm innocent. I'm-
0: <laughs> the owner of the fun- funeral home, Kyle Blankenbiller, he mm. said, I think it's the honorable thing to do. Okay. But it's bittersweet for us
1: already. Because it- thing is more honorable than <laughs> displaying the mummy <laughs> all those <laughs> years. It's just because you don't know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) No family
0: members were able to identify the body for years. At that time during the 19th century, embalming techniques were still in their infancy, he noted. The funeral director's original owner, T.C. Amon, had the corpse embalmed with untested techniques, leading to (sighs) the corpse retaining hair, teeth, and flesh. So this guy was... Okay, we have our answer. He okay. was just trying to regularly embalm him, but instead he like mummified
1: him i I'm realizing now I don't know the difference. <laughs> Do you know what I mean like what is em- I thought embalming kind of kept you preserved?
0: Too. I too think embalming just keeps you preserved for like the funeral and then you decay in the ground. I
1: see like so mummy is mummification is more permanent. It leaves you more like beef jerkified. Yeah. I mean, mean, they don't look great. They don't look
0: great, (laughs) but this guy looks pretty. I mean, he looks like beef jerky, but he looks pretty good. Like he's intact. I'm going to show you some pictures. Okay. The corpse's skin and flesh became discolored over the years and now appear to be dark brown. Amon used this process to ensure there was enough time for the man's family to identify him. The current funeral home director said. Mr. Amon would petition the state and retain the right to keep him here on the basis to monitor the experiment. So I guess this guy was like so impressed with his own embalming job. He's like, well, no one's claimed him. So I'm going to ask the state if we can just keep him. So I can see what happens. So I can check on him like he's a a decaying McDonald's Big Mac (laughs) to see. Still intact. To see if it's still (laughs) intact. He said such petitions continued being granted up until the 1950s when the state approved for the body to remain at the funeral home without a set date. Stone Man Willie became a staple at the funeral home over the years and an attraction for town residents and visitors. Schools and churches would hold field trips to look at the body, which is wearing a dark suit and red sash across its chest, and learn about the corpse's history. Our employees never refer to him as a mummy. He's our friend, Willie. Okay. In the meantime, the funeral home's workers continued their research to determine the man's identity, and several decades ago, narrowed it down to three people. In the last 10 years, Blankenbiller said that his team did more research into Stone Man Willie and went through several books and archives to try and determine his identity. After a lot of digging... They were able to determine his identity with ninety-nine percent certainty. Anyway, they said they're very happy. And but now they're they not can...
1: revealing it till the tombstone is revealed. No, they did. It's oh. James
0: Murphy. Oh, okay. He was a he was jailed for pickpocketing. That's his identity. But it it they then revealed when they were like revealing the grave stone.
1: Um and he died of kidney disease in the jail. In the jail, shortly after being arrested. Yeah. So he probably needed some help with his kidney disease.
0: Yeah. What you if? Know. Yeah. That's really sad. That's sad. That's really sad. Um, Blankenbiller says he's an icon and a legend. We'll always greet his casket. Hey, Willie, when we pass it. Okay. Let me show you some pictures of this guy. Oh, I mean, it is like remarkably preserved.
1: Oh. Wait a second.
0: Okay, the funniest thing about this picture... She is really preserved. To me, the funniest thing about this picture, it is clearly a mummified man dressed in 1890s clothes, reminiscent of 1890s suiting. But then there's a picture, a framed picture behind him in the casket that's basically like, it's just words. Like someone typed this up and framed it. And it says, forever in our hearts in very swirly font. Oh my god. And then it says, Your
1: presence will be missed. Your memory we will treasure. So it's just some random grief card. It's like that it, they probably give to other clients. It looks like <laughs> a it looks like a Hallmark card. Yes. They they created that on Canva.
0: Yeah. It's so <laughs> wild. Um, but he is very preserved. Even yeah. his hair, his hair is still on his head. Wild. Yeah. I'm kind of obsessed with mummies.
1: I'm just, I'm just, I love the um, fact that they had to bury them once they knew. Yeah. Like I that. wonder if that was like a state rule. Cause at this point you've had him on display so long. Does it matter anymore if you're disrespectful? Because <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of disrespectful to ever have had him on display. I am very curious. I'm very curious. Maybe they couldn't that. get that um, release they kept getting from the state.
0: Remember yeah. They were like
1: getting something. Well, the state kept allowing them to keep it. Yeah. Okay, that's uh sad. I wish that we could still have them on display, yeah, so we could go see them. I'd like to see a mummy in person, me too.
0: Our next story is from USA Today, and this story is talking about how the Las Vegas sphere
1: oh gosh has
0: transformed into a jack o lantern <gasps> for Halloween. Where is this? Okay, let's talk about the sphere. This, is, <laughs> this story is just so we can talk about the sphere because I'm kind of afraid of the sphere. Me too. Like, I feel like I'd get cars sick inside. I tweeted that. <laughs> you I, did? <laughs> I did. I said, I feel like if I spent any time in the Las Vegas sphere that I would get sick and throw up. That's how
1: I feel looking at it. it I'm like, makes this me would make me ill. Ill. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about you two playing. <laughs> But why is that the most U2 venue of all time for some reason, too? It's such a U2 thing to be the first band to perform at the Sphere. Yeah. It's like, of course, the person who owns that is like, U2, like my favorite band. Yeah. (laughs) Some like Gen X billionaire or something. For sure. So the MSG
0: Sphere, which opened to the Las Vegas public, is displaying a jack-o'-lantern on its giant exterior. Oh, my God. The haunting pumpkin can be seen rotating day and night, hyping the town for Halloween. It's just, okay, this thing is, it is a giant sphere that holds a stadium inside. Basically. And it's by MGM Grand. This says MSG. MSG? I don't know what MSG is. I don't either. Madison Square Garden?
1: That's what I firmly known that initials to mean. <laughs> But so is it in, is it on the strip or is it off?
0: It's looks like it's off the strip, but it's on the, it's like in that, it's in that area. Okay. Because it, it appears to me that, because all these pictures, like just pictures I've seen of the exterior of this thing and it's always lit up with. Some kind of LED Most recently it's been a jack-o'-lantern
1: I, Yeah, I'm just trying to place where it is Like but, where were they building this thing?
0: But before it was a jack-o'-lantern They had changed it to various LED things Like yes. before it opened To sort of like be like Hey, we're here And one time it was a giant eyeball
1: I think I saw and that And that was really frightening I've also just seen random colors Like It's ugly, for sure It's like, does Vegas really need this? It, we already, it has so many lights <laughs> <laughs> I just don't look I love
0: Las Vegas I love many of the aesthetics of Las Vegas I don't like when I don't know I like the I like the old Las Vegas aesthetics the best and there are neon lights in the strip area that I like but the, this is not I mean this isn't even neon it's, it's like so, LED it's so
1: bright it seems so bright it's just so round it's know. stupid looking. I don't want to, and I don't want to see
0: it. a concert because you go in there and you're like enveloped by video screens. It seems too overwhelming. It's too much. My senses can't handle this. I want to see the music. I don't need to see like the be surrounded by video.
1: Also, concerts are already very visually stimulating. Like yeah. why? Why this? Why this too? Uh, no, it's not for me.
0: It's not for me. Maybe it's for you. I'm curious if our listeners, when they go, if they will go to the sphere. They should tell us what it's like because I'm not going. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a jack o' lantern for the month of October right now. Do you have a picture? I do. Here, here's a picture from Twitter. Oh, it's kind of cool looking at night. At night, I think it looks really cool, and this is a lot cooler. Like the jack o' lantern. This I like like this. Yeah, I
1: do like this weird jack o' lantern at night because it looks spooky. Also it looks really realistic. Yeah, I don't know. I it, agree. It, that that's the first time I've seen something where I'm like that looks cool. I
0: agree. But when I first saw this it was when it was a giant eyeball in the middle of the day and I thought that looked fucking stupid.
1: The first thing I saw was inside during a concert and it was I was like get me out of here.
0: Yeah, it was it was overwhelming. It was it was too overwhelming. I think
1: I agree. Uh, at night too, it looks a little better, but that's not that garish. The jack o' lantern, right? It's like no. a, it's like a matte color. It's not super bright. I
0: mean, it is kind of crazy. Here it is. There's a Rolling Stone article where it's it's like they made it the moon, and it looks cool, but there's a part of me that's like it's kind of scary.
1: Yeah, like that doesn't look real. I, I, I want to see what it looks like in person, I have to say, just to get an idea. Ugh,
0: the eye, the like photorealistic eye is disgusting. That's, why would anyone want to look this at this? This is disgusting when they made it a photorealistic <laughs> is, eye. It's I, not need, even, I need to see it. It's not even a cartoon eyeball. Why would you do that?
1: No, it's why revolting. Why would you do that? Like, there. I don't want to see the blood, the veins. They even
0: included the blood vessels. Yeah. That is disgusting. I hate it. But I do want to see this in person, so I can fairly okay. judge this. So we, we gotta, have to go to Vegas. I've been like hankering
1: for another Vegas trip. Yeah, we f- we should figure it out. Let's go like soon. Yeah, let's figure. Let's look at our calendars. Let's look at our
0: calendars because we can we can do um an, a Vegas
1: reporting from Vegas. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go see this thing. We have to go see this thing. I just want to place it. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like a strong need to be like, okay, it's right here. I
0: mean, it's in the strip area. I just but it's don't off, know.
1: Off the like one off, yeah, because obviously you had to build it somewhere, right? Yeah, okay. Bring back the Liberace Museum. That's my big political stance. <laughs> <laughs> I need that museum back, right?
0: Texas has been voted the most haunted state in the country. What? according to a study at bonusfinder.com
1: oh <laughs> well. <laughs> well then
0: this is from a Texas news station like KH Khu like K Houston KHOU 11 according to data to a data drive by the folks at bonusfinder.com Texas has an average of seven 7,517 reported ghost sightings per 100,000 people.
1: In fact,
0: Texas has the deadly distinction of being dubbed the most haunted state in America by (laughs) (laughs) BonusFinder.com.
1: Why do I keep hearing Boner Finder?
0: (laughs) Why? I have never heard of this site. Well, they're at the forefront of scientific (laughs) research. This is, yeah, this is like a website invented by us. Oh, my God. Um, The researchers turned to Ghosts of America to track ghost sightings. They used Ghost Quest for paranormal phenomena in each state and the Find a Grave website to determine the number of cemeteries. Bonus Finder came up with the following. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't know why I can't stop laughing at that because it's like
0: so official. I know. I came up with the following numbers for every 100,000 people in Texas. So this is out of 100,000 people. Ghost sightings, 7,517. Haunted locations, 925. Paranormal, paranormal investigators, 158. Cemeteries, 13,710. That gave Texas a whopping score of 9.8 out of 10. Wow. Now, they listed the top states in America that are haunted, Texas being number one. Let's go through this list. Number two is Maine. Ooh. I could see Maine being very haunted. Maine seems haunted. Because it's very misty. It's misty. It's up there all by itself. It's by itself. (laughs) It's kind of in Canada. Stephen King lives there. Yeah, it's he a, got inspired. He got so... There's a reason why Stephen King set so many of his books in Maine. Yeah. Is because it's haunted. Yeah, I buy it. That's very interesting. Florida is number three. I buy that. I 100% buy that. Uh, Vermont is number four. Oh. I buy that because Vermont is so
1: it's fall-coded. <laughs> Vermont is autumn-pilled. Yeah. That's where the Christian girl went to take her pictures. Oh, I
0: should have included that in my news stories. She was in the news. Christian girl autumn, the the founder of Christian girl autumn, Caitlin Covington, that's her name, she has landed in Vermont because she's ready to take her annual fall photos in Vermont.
1: I kind of love her.
0: I kind of love her, too. (laughs) I kind of love this woman because she's so dedicated to... I went to her Instagram page yesterday. I was looking at like pictures of her. She's just so this exact archetype of this very specific American
1: woman. Yes. I respect this passion for fall.
0: (laughs) I do too. Like it is wild. She She doesn't appear to be harming anyone. She doesn't appear to be hateful. She just loves autumn. Yeah. And she takes her pictures in her little um, brown knee-high boots with her jeans tucked in and her giant scarves and her perfectly tousled, blown-out hair Yeah, and her big, chunky
1: sweaters. And now she has to do this every year. Right. And one-up herself. She, she has to. <laughs> it's so
0: stressful. So I am curious to see what these 2023 fall photos are going to look oh, like. yeah. We got to. And she this woman uh, appears to have just never changed her style. Like she is always rocking this look. She found her look and she's sticking with it. She's sticking with this Christian girl autumn look. Yeah. Even like in the summer it's like summer girl autumn.
1: No, sometimes I see her autumn pictures and I'm like, "Should I start wearing chunky sweaters?" Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Cuz it's like not that I like the look necessarily, but it like it looks cozy. It looks very cozy.
0: So Vermont is number four for Haunted. Number five for Haunted is North Dakota. What? Number six, South Dakota. What is going on there? The Dakotas <laughs> are haunted, according to BonusFinder.com. Are you looking at Kristen Girl Autumn? I was going to, yeah. I know. I kind of
1: want to see if she's updated her photos. Uh, it's like... I don't know why I'm so into her. She's, <laughs> she's just so relentless with this autumn love. She's relentless and I'm.
0: she is like not the kind of person I am whatsoever <laughs> at all. Me either. Or like I don't have any friends like this woman, but I. there is
1: this respect I have for her, for her being this dedicated to this aesthetic. Well, because I feel like the thing I like is that she got made fun of for it yeah. and has made it her thing now, which is like, Because, like, I don't know when that meme started. I don't
0: know who exactly coined Christian Girl Autumn, but it definitely the first time I saw it was on Twitter, like maybe five years ago. And someone posted a picture of this girl with her boots and her chunky sweater in the fall leaves. And they said, I'm obsessed with like these. This is Christian Girl Autumn, this aesthetic.
1: Yes. And she kind of became the spokesperson for that.
0: Yeah. Caitlin Cummington became like, The ambassador and she just kind of embraced it and was like, "Yeah, that's me. I love fall. I go to Vermont every year, and I bring my family and we take
1: pictures in the leaves." She loves fall. I mean, fall is great,
0: and she's like a full-on influencer because, like, all of her posts are branded in. Like, I'm partnering with this brand, and I made some bank off of. She's making
1: bank, yeah. Also, her name is Caitlin Covington. That is the most. Christian Christian girl girl name ever.
0: It's a very soap
1: opera too. She
0: nailed this lady nailed this aesthetic. She was destined for this life. (laughs) I really want to have her on the pod just to like ask her like, what is your, did you, I want to ask her like in high school, did you ever rebel? Did you ever have like a goth phase? Like, did you ever like, have you always, this has always been your aesthetic.
1: We need to get pictures of her. And her one like she had a brief goth period. Right. And you're you're like, that doesn't even look like her. Or, like she- <laughs> or any other any other aesthetic. Right. Like my my little pony phase or whatever. Like
0: or like, oh, I briefly was like um you know, like, I don't know. I don't even know how old this broad is. I assume she she's in her thirties. Yeah. She's in her thirties maybe. I guess. But who knows? It's so good, though. Yeah, I'm so fascinated by it.
1: Um, so that's funny that the ca- California place on the list. No, here's, that's wild. Here's the remaining: number seven,
0: West Virginia; number eight, Kentucky. I bet
1: you it's like a lot of those Civil War states.
0: Yeah, right. I mean,
1: that's pretty they're, haunted. They're haunted. Yeah. yeah. Nine Montana, and ten Iowa. I'm sh- shocked by those states like Montana, North, and South Dakota.
0: Yeah, I'm shocked by Montana. I don't know. Because
1: they're also very low population
0: states. I guess I just don't know enough about the history of Montana or Iowa to make it right.
1: an, an accurate judgment. Maybe they had a lot of that Old West shit going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, I am surprised California didn't make the list just by it being such a big state. And you'd think that that would yeah. knock it into, into the top ten.
1: That's what I was thinking.
0: I need to go to BonusFinder.com.
1: We need to see what other research what they other do.
0: Research. <laughs> I feel like this is the kind of website I need to keep in the tabs so that we can yes. report other stories.
1: Here's their other like I, they seem like they do fun research.
0: This is my kind of research. Okay, wait. They listed everything, so we're going I'm gonna see where California placed on BonusFinder.com. California is West Virginia, Kentucky, Montana, Iowa, Alaska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Alabama, New Mexico,
1: Indi- Indiana, Mississippi. Dude, I'm still not seeing California. I cannot believe this. California has to be top 10. I'm sorry. I'm doubting this research.
0: I don't see Cal- California. Oh my God. California came in at number 45.
1: How is that possible? You- we have to have the highest percentage of believers in California. In paranormal and like all of that kind of stuff. What about like New
0: Mexico or Arizona?
1: I'm just shocked New that New Mexico is
0: 15. Anyway, the least haunted state according to bonusfinder.com is New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I don't know why that's really funny. Cuz New Jerseyans are like, "Get the
1: fuck out of <laughs> here. I don't but believe they have in some that famous shit famous hauntings," I think. Yeah, don't they... Oh, that's Staten Island is Cropsy. I feel like there's some... Wasn't that weird house story in New Jersey? I don't know. I can't remember. I I don't know. I need to see more. Maybe these... Maybe... Look. I love New Jersey being last though.
0: New Jersey... That's highly... That's very funny. They don't believe in that shit. No. They're not taking that haunted shit. Yeah, New York is number
1: 47. Okay. So it's the whole area. That's wild to me. New York has some very haunted places, though. I think that's yeah. like one of the oldest states. How is it not more haunted? I have no. I like clue. how we're taking this very seriously. We're taking this
0: so seriously. Yeah, I'm I, gonna have to do some more look. I'm gonna have to do some more looking into this. Yes. And our final story is not Halloween related, but it is Hollywood crime scene related oh. because it is about a truck spill. <gasps> this is from the New York Post. Hundreds of vagina plaster
1: casts (laughs) spill out onto the road after crash. How do we keep finding new (laughs) ones that are even better than the last? I don't know. It's not possible.
0: I do not know. Hundreds of white plaster casts of vaginas, believed to have been en route to an art gallery, tumbled... (laughs) (laughs) Believed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Tumbled onto a road in Irkutsk, Russia... Oh. Last month after a traffic crash. Bizarre video footage shot by a passerby on September 22nd shows a trail of broken vaginas Mm. leading up to the (laughs) back of a truck. Is this the art project? (laughs) Maybe this is the art project.
1: Because it sounds very meaningful. My
0: pussy's broken. (laughs) In the short clip, a man believed to be the driver tries to secure his lost load. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is (laughs) kidding. There was apparently no significant material damage. No one called the traffic police at the time. The department regional headquarters of the Ministry of International Affairs later said in a statement, love that there was like a statement. Yeah. Here's a picture of these plaster vagina casts on the road in Russia. It's pretty funny. I think like how many different pussies are on the road here?
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, because they look different, right? They all look kind of different. I think this is like
0: an this art project. Let's read on. The vaginal art was pioneered by... Okay, now they're going into the history of vaginal <laughs> In art. In 1965. <laughs> Va- vaginal art was pioneered by British sculptor Jamie McCartney, who shot to fame for his 26-foot wall installation called The Great Wall of Vagina. <laughs> Is this real? Comprised of <laughs> plaster casts taken from over 400 women's
1: genitals. Ugh. Imagine getting that cast done. I'm sorry. I Okay, this news article
0: about the Great Wall of Vagina, it takes me to a Huffington Post article from 2014. The great wall of vagina is a great wall of vaginas, not suitable for work. Look at all these pussies.
1: Not suitable for work.
0: <laughs> this is McCartney recruited around 400 women for the series of 10 panels, casting the vulva of women aged 18 to 76. Nice. Look, all pussies look different. Yeah. That's the magic of the pussy. <laughs> They all look different. It's like a fingerprint. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So. You want to see them all?
0: (laughs) I think that's cool. Anyway, those are our news stories. And we will be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. on top of Big Give week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping.
0: Desi, what are
1: you listening to this week? Well, I do have um, some new podcasts. <gasps> oh, my God. So... I don't know too much about them because they're new to me, but I feel like people might like them. One of them is called True Anon. Have you heard of this podcast? Oh, I've listened to True Anon. Okay. Well, we never talked about it, did we? We've never talked about True Anon. So, yeah. I mean, you want to say something since you've listened longer?
0: I'm not like an avid listener, but I did listen a lot a while, like a couple of years ago. I haven't listened to them in a while, but
1: they're basically like, I, yeah, you go on. Well, they're kind of investigate different topics. Yeah. Uh, and they go in, in pretty deep. So, I mean, I don't know enough about the podcast as a whole. I just started it. So um, that, and then there's another one that's Paranormal, and no, I
0: used to party with the co-host of one of the guy, the guy oh. who co-hosts that when I was in high school.
1: Oh. Yeah. He's a Bay Area guy. Oh, he is? Yeah. Um, the other one is called
0: Otherworlds. I don't think he remembers me, but we did used to party in high school. <laughs> well, you remembered him,
1: so he might remember He you. might like, remember you know me. What I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is another um, sort of deep dive into mysteries and paranormal Kind of stuff Or just weird Weird things So um, Yeah I just wanted to give Two new podcast recommendations Wait what's the second one? Otherworld Oh I've been meaning to check Otherworld out Yeah So those are Yeah It's like a paranormal Mystery Exploration Perfect for October Yeah So Yeah those are my two Podcast recommendations Love it Do you have any?
0: I have zero podcast recommendations this week. Do I? Mm-hmm. You know what? I I'm hankering I'm hankering for some like ghost not maybe not good like scary story podcasts. I already subscribed to Radio Rental. I've been listening to that for since it's been on, which is good. Do you uh, like fiction
1: ones or real ones?
0: Well, Radio Rental is is presented as is like real stories by people and right. i would say that if you're a fan of scary true stories the first season of radio rental is one of the best horror series of stories i've ever heard like it's so well done and i think most fans agree the first season is like top notch there's been some hits and misses over the years but it's something i've just like faithfully listened to um, there's definitely a story in the first season I I still think about to this day called Laura of the Woods. Ooh, it, it is. You got to listen to I'm that story, please. Like subs- radio, radio rental. rental. It's hosted by Rain Wilson, and he does these little bits oh. that go on for a very long time that I always fast forward through. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> but this story- I know when you said it's hosted by Rain Wilson, I was like, oh, then no. I don't want bits. <laughs>
0: He does a lot of little bits that some people might enjoy, but yeah. I I'm really just there for the stories told by the people who write in. Right.
1: Um So they're sold as true. Yes. Okay.
0: And I would say the first season has cons- like the most the most uh, like the, the consistently like the best stories. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. And I think Laura of the Woods is like the cream of the crop. I see it. In terms of chilling stories that I think about to this day.
1: Oh, okay. That's and good. I want
0: you to listen to it and get back to me. I'm going
1: to, I'll get back to everyone.
0: Yeah, get back to all of us. <laughs> and then there's another podcast I listen to sometimes called Spooked. And that is also listeners who tell true stories or ghost stories that have happened to them and there's one story in that it's like called the last chance saloon i think or the time warp saloon that also has stuck with me for okay. a long time it's very chilling
1: what's it called spooky
0: spooked spooked and that also has a guy host who like he talks a little bit before
1: i think i have you get into to the story before
0: yeah some of the stories are pretty scary
1: Um, that's good. So
0: I guess I'm looking for... I'm looking for new scary stories. I mean, they don't have to be presented as true stories
1: as long as they're scary. There's a lot of podcasts named Spoked. What? There's like four, wait, five...
0: Well, that's crazy. You can't do that. This one might be like Something Something Presents Spooked. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me see what it's officially called. Snap
1: Judgment Presents Spooked. I see it. That's what it is. Okay.
0: Oh, it looks like there's going to be a new episode of Radio Rental on Friday the 13th. So that's coming soon.
1: Wait, what was the one I should listen to on Spooked? The the, Okay Corral. Like, what was it?
0: (laughs) Was it it's something like oh it's called Lost in Time and it's from Oh Lost in Time. September eighth, two thousand seventeen. It's called the the Time Warp
1: Saloon. Time Warp Saloon. That it's that's the first story. Of twenty seventeen.
0: Yeah, it's from not the first story in the podcast, but like the first story
1: in that episode is, is the Oh one, I see it. Lost in Time. The Time Warp Saloon. That story I think about a lot. And these are also true.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: I like to know that they're true. That I makes know it better for me.
0: Even if they're like, okay, that's probably not true. Like it's still I just want when they're told prese- to me. As true. I want. <laughs> I want you to tell me it's true. Yeah. I like when it's being presented. as true. Me too. But I am definitely open to listening to fiction. That's just a
1: really scary story. I'm open to fiction, but it's gonna have to be really. It's good. It's gonna be real good. Although. My preference is is real, but it's probably fake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like when people tell you a ghost story, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It could be true.
0: It could but be true. They believe it. Yeah. If I they like believe when people it, believe it. Yeah. I like when they believe it. But okay, yeah. But Radio Rental Laura of the Woods, that story, chilling. Okay. Absolutely chilling. Really well done, really well told. And I a hundred percent believe it. Okay and it is completely just you got to listen to it. Okay. Um no, no, nothing new and exciting, but I am in that Halloween mode where I just look, I want to listen to some scary shit. I need to get more in Halloween mode. I just realized I have zero pumpkins at my house. It's already October 10th. There's nothing scary happening over here. I did buy
1: some pumpkins and did you get them at TJ's I did they've got their fantasy pumpkins and gourds hanging out I love those fantasy pumpkins I like the one that the one that has a purplish tint mm. to it yeah it's kind of orange but it has a purplish it's vibe it's very halloween yeah. I like the fantasy pumpkins too yeah i need to
0: i need to step my pussy up you got to. I need to get some of those cinnamon brooms.
1: I oh, love a cinnamon broom. <laughs> love this. I wish they lasted longer. I do too. But you know what? When they stop smelling good, they, it's a cute little witch broom decoration. It is. It's cute it's for Halloween. it's uh, very cute. Um, yeah. I did put some decor
0: up. I haven't put jack shit up and I wanna, I want to get in the spirit. I don't even know what I'm going to be for Halloween this year. I don't even know what I'm doing. I want to no. do something. Remember we went to the pumpkin patch two years ago?
1: Yeah, we should go. Let's go to like the Queen Mary or something. Okay. Let's go to a haunted thing that's really scary. Yeah,
0: I don't want to stay
1: there, but I'll go there. No. Let's
0: go eat there. Okay. Can we eat there? I bet I have the food. No idea. I don't know what the st- status eat there. of the food.
1: Is. <laughs> not. You I'm don't want to eat either. on a boat on a haunted no. boat. I'm very like anti I'm like really rigid now in my like not paying a lot for bad food. Yeah, I'm. Um, that's my new era. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like so like why would I go there when I could go here, right? For a hundred dollars a person. That's <laughs> like, true because you know it's going to be expensive and the food is going to be catering, mm. like bad catering. Yeah, it's not going to be good food. It's not going to be good, and then I'm going to get upset and have to go get more food somewhere else. <laughs> right. So what are we going to do? Like go on a tour there or like a party? I don't 100% know what the deal is. They there. have events there, I think they I thought they had like a ghost tour or something like that. But maybe Halloween month they have more things or bigger things.
0: We didn't do an episode about the Queen Mary.
1: No. You should do that. Okay, maybe I'll do that. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. Okay. This week. I honestly, I'm just saying, if you wanted
0: to do more LA things, you could. I do. I do want to talk about some more haunted Los Angeles locations because I found some new locations that I'm like, oh, that would be interesting to talk about.
1: Well, here's a funny addendum to the Spanish kitchen. I was looking it up, like on my own, just to like look at it and read about it the other day. And I think there's another restaurant that has that same name. That Rihanna went to. Did when? you see
0: this? Wait, recently? <laughs> yes. Okay. So there was a place on La Cienega that opened up okay. in the modern era called the, the Spanish Kitchen that wasn't
1: affiliated with the Spanish right. Kitchen on Beverly. So I was trying to find information about the restaurant we talked about. And then I didn't know there was a different place. And I was like, wait, I was so confused because I was like, Why, how did Rihanna go there? <laughs> Cause she closed it down. I was like, she like went in the haunted place and had a meal made for her. Like, that's what I thought had happened. Right. And then that place also was supposedly haunted. So there, I kept reading these things and I was like, wait, Rachel would have mentioned this. Cause it was like the owner was killed or something like that. So maybe it's worth a it looking into. I'll
0: look into that. I'll look into that for sure. Um, I definitely.
1: But I was so confused.
0: No, I was kind of confused in my research because I, I was only talking about that specific place on Beverly Boulevard, but I did read that at some point in the more recent years, they like maybe even like 30 years ago or maybe 20 or 15, I don't know, but not in like the distant past, but like there was a Spanish kitchen that opened
1: up on La Cienega, I believe. It was in the era of Rihanna, at least.
0: It was, in, it was open <laughs> in the era of Rihanna and I don't think it's... I don't think it's open anymore. I think it's
1: closed. It's closed also. No, it was so confusing because I was like, I literally had this whole idea that she was like, let's go to the ghost restaurant and like got special permission to go in. I I don't know what I was thinking, but it was just like, wait, oh, it's on La Cienega. Like I saw La Cienega.
0: Yeah. And And the original, the first Spanish kitchen, which is the sister restaurant to the one on Beverly, was opened in downtown LA. Oh. Like a few years before the Beverly Boulevard one. Yeah. Anyway. But I found some more Los Angeles restaurants
1: that are allegedly haunted, places I like. I saw, I wonder if you saw what, I because I saw that I ended up coming across a whole list of like the top 20 haunted restaurants in LA or something. I saw
0: that El Compadre might be haunted, (laughs) but it's not the location I go to. It's the, it's the Hollywood location. Okay. I mean, I don't doubt it.
1: Why not? Yeah, it's an old restaurant. Yeah, it's been there forever. I I think Hollywood is more haunted than Texas.
0: <laughs> we're so mad at that list.
1: We're we're really mad. I think I, that that what is it called? Bonus episode? No bonus something? Bonus rewarders? Bonus finders? Bonus finders? Bonus finder? <laughs> Boner finder? Um, they have a beef. <laughs> I think they were like, we're not picking California. We're picking Texas. Yeah. But Texas is very haunted. Texas is, but I just have questions. I
0: just wonder why California is number 45 on the list. It doesn't
1: seem possible. We're like the most populous state too. Yeah. we got to have more hauntings and everyone's telling their friends. Right. <laughs> so. This place is haunted. Come on.
0: We have a tri- a strip of a street in Beverly Hills that's haunted.
1: We have haunted intersections we have haunted (laughs) intersections here we're a very haunted state yeah I just when I heard 45 I'm like come on now you're pushing it now you're pushing it yeah I need to do more
0: research into bonusfinder.com and I need to do I'm gonna put
1: together an all new list that sounds like one of those websites where you go on it and it has like a wheel of fortune thing yeah it does you have to press to get it kind (laughs) of (laughs) The
0: thing about bonusfinder.com is it's like navigating it just from the brief navigation I did of it. It looks like a lot. Yeah.
1: There's a lot going on there. And I need to like bonusfinder.com. I like that the outlet, though, referenced the website as if it was a legitimate research place.
0: I don't know. Okay. I just looked at the menu of this place and the menu, this looks like a fake website. It says top gambling sites, online casinos, casino bonus, free spins, guide, free slots, news. See? This is like a fake site. Casino <laughs> then, bonuses. So is this like a casino site that just happened to do this research? To get like traffic, probably.
1: Yeah. Maybe. They and then that news site just referenced them as if they're MIT.
0: This is crazy. Yeah. Who, yeah. As if it was like a research study conducted by MIT. Literally, this is a blog about casinos. This is so funny. And these blog, these blog articles don't even seem real. Oh my God. This is crazy. That The one, I thought this was going to be like different researches. The name of the website was too stupid. Yeah. To be real. (laughs) It's,
1: It's really weird. Um, Desi, what did you eat? Food. Hmm. Food. Food. I am excited because I am going to be doing another bake sale at Sandy Door. Yes. So I'm going to have to bake some um, fall or Halloween themed treats. So I'm figuring that out. I'm excited. Um, I did... I did make a really good pineapple upside down cake. Once again, mm. my classic recipe. I saw it. It's such a good cake. It's good because the cake aspect is really good. It's so moist. And the um the caramelized pineapple is delicious. And yeah, what about you? I Brendan brought me two petty fours
0: on <sighs> two different occasions this past week. Where did he get them? At Valerie. Oh. And it was so sweet. It was such an unexpected little treat. He got me two two different on two different days. And I love petty fours. That's one of my favorite little dessert treats. So of course last night I was
1: like, I need to just make petty fours this week. That's funny because I already have plans to make them at Christmas. What? Yeah. I'm like, I'm. that's going to be like my Christmas recipe that I, like a, a hard recipe that I try to do at Christmas.
0: Maybe that's what I'll do at Christmas too. Because you can make them little presents.
1: Yeah. And that's like the perfect time because you can give them away. Right. Because you have to make a huge batch. You have to make a huge amount of them. But I, I just,
0: I love them so much and I love when they have marzipan in them. Also like imagine how good
1: like really fresh ones would be. Because I always feel like petty fours are always like a little older. <laughs> they used to have really good petty
0: fours at Woodlands Market. At least they were good to me when I was a kid. They had them. They were shaped like little mice. Aww, I just remember loving them. As there's a also kid. a lot
1: of bad petty fours. Yeah, for sure. I
0: guess I just haven't had enough of them that I've had bad ones. But I love every anytime I see them, I get excited well, because they're always beautiful and yes. cute. That's yes. true.
1: Um, But I feel like sometimes I've had it where it's like the the coating can be waxy, mm. which I don't love.
0: No, we don't love that. It needs um, to be a good so coating. So I'm,
1: I'm excited to try it myself.
0: These were both chocolate Petit Fours. Mm. One of them was chocolate with a different kind. I don't remember the layers in it, but it wasn't all chocolate. And then the last one he got me was all chocolate. It was very dark. Mm. It was like dark chocolate cake with
1: frosting and then
0: coated with dark chocolate and it was delicious.
1: That would be a good, um, discord cooking group challenge to make, if, to make fours. everyone do petty fours.
0: And then I'm like, why don't I make a bunch of Halloween petty fours? Like make a bunch of orange and black petty fours or black with like white spider web type things. That's on it. cute too. That would be cute. Like dark chocolate
1: yeah, with white spider webs on top. Those would be fun to make. Yeah, they would be. Yeah. And then you could even get like a little spider or something. (laughs) Like a little candy one or something. A little decor. Like a sprinkle. Yeah. I bet you they have a spider sprinkle. That would be
0: so cute. Yeah, that would be really cute.
1: I I, I actually was looking at a lot of designs thinking about like, oh, maybe I should make a cute cookie for the bake sale too. Because I do like the cookie decorating and there's so many cute designs. Yeah. So maybe I'll do one of those. We'll see. Um, but yeah. What other food? Is that it? I don't it? have anything.
0: What's your food aspiration?
1: My food aspiration. What are you gonna?
0: Are you going to go get a hoagie on Friday?
1: <sighs> no, I tried to get a hoagie. I was going to um get a hoagie at What's this? What's that place called? Jersey Mike's. Cuz you have a Jersey Mike's down the street from you now.
0: I know. I got a <laughs> hoagie from them last week. Okay. I got a hoagie. Okay. Now, this is controversial because Jersey Mike's is not like it's a chain. It's a fucking chain. Uh, I was desperate, and we were all hungry. Brennan's sister had just gotten to town, and like we just needed something to eat before dinner that night. <laughs> it was like a couple yeah. hours away. It know? was that time where it's my, like we gotta eat something. <laughs> my tummy was rumbling, and I'm like, let's. I was like, let's just order some Jersey Mikes. And I hadn't had it in like ten years, and I gotta say. My order was fucked up, and they didn't put any fucking condiments on my sandwich. What? It was dry. Oh. It was a dry <laughs> fucking sandwich. Yes, <laughs> it was a dry. I ate the whole fucking thing so fast. Well, luckily
1: you have condiments at home. I didn't use them.
0: I didn't have red wine vinegar and um, olive oil.
1: Mm.
0: I could have put mayo
1: on it, but I just. Didn't. I always have. Got to always have those on hand. Dude, I was devastated. That was devastating. I didn't... Because I'm did, not going to put mayo. Either. Why didn't
0: they put condiments on my sandwich? Why was there no condiments on it? That's insane.
1: <laughs> I was so upset. It was good though. I, yeah. It was I, I, good. I'm a fan of Jersey Mike's Italian sub or whatever they call it.
0: I think it's decent for a It's cane. fine. It's perfectly fine. It is what it is. Is it a, is it a real Philly
1: hoagie? No, but it's delicious. It's as far as those type of places go, like the subway, I think that's the better hoagie or like sand, sub, whatever. Oh, it's miles above yeah. subway. It's great. Um, I ordered it. The first time I had it was when I had COVID. I ordered, I got delivery. I was like, I'm going to fucking get Jersey Mike's. That was the first time I ever had Jersey Mike's. Wow. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. It's pretty decent. <laughs> it's pretty decent. It was pretty good. Um, so yeah, I did... I was waiting for Rachel to finish the episode and I was like I'm really hungry I'm kind of hungry I'm starving I now I'm Jersey starving mics. I was like kind of hungry now I'm, like, go hungry. Go now I'm starving so. so I I was like I'm, I was pull, I was driving down I was like I don't know why. I tried to go to Cookbook but of course I couldn't find parking and then I was like oh yeah Jersey Mike's And I literally barely missed it I pulled right in pulled in and then Rachel texted me that she, she was done and I sat there for a second <laughs> Thinking I about like, your life. I was like, should I get something and eat it later or just go? And I I, re- I really could not decide because I was like, I can't really eat it right before I'm gonna have that cheese issue where I get phlegmy right before <laughs> we record. Which we I should be do. smart right now and not do that. Wow. And then I just I didn't really want it. It was sort of a desperation move to begin with. So I was like, I'll just wait and get something else. Um but now I'm starving. I am starving. Yeah. But I was going to get the bowl. What? You can get the sandwich, all the meats and cheese over <laughs> lettuce in a bowl. So I was going to be like, get like a low Italian carb. sub You're going to be low salad. Carb. That is So that was partially why I was like, fuck it, I don't really care. That is crazy. I'm not craving that. <laughs> that is crazy to me. Well, I, it is a good salad. I'm sure it's I good. I like that salad. I so, just,
0: but yeah. I did have a lot of meats and cheeses for dinner the other night. I, I made, <laughs> The truth starts coming. I out. did. I, now that I think about I saw about that. It, I saw that. I made, I, look, you saw the, my first, my, like I had a, several plates of those.
1: Yeah, I saw the third.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you saw me buy my third round. I just made like a little board of cheeses and meats, mm. like some Iberico ham, some yeah. Serrano ham. Yum. Like those Spanish cured meats. And had some olives, those green olives that are big and meaty. I love those meaty. Ugh, those are my favorite. They're like the very salty
1: ones. The texture the is texture so good. The texture is so good. They're like They're the s- Castellavano or something. I think they're called
0: whatever the green olives they have in the tub or the jar at cookbook are my favorite olives. No, those are the ones I always get, and I will literally eat a jar. Because the Lovano olives I get at Gelson's, they're good, but they're smaller and they're
1: pitted and they're slightly more vinegary. No, I, I mean, those are the ones I get at Milk Farm, so they're probably the same. They're Similar very brand. meaty. Oh, they're so good! It's a meaty I olive. Them. I love them.
0: And I had they and at cookbook they have I like this whoever make Peacock Farms. I think it's called. They make these dried apricots, and they're the best dried
1: apricots in the world. Okay, I got a hot tip. What? I went to Trader Joe's and took a gamble and bought some dried apricots because the packaging was different mm. and they are as good as those apricots. <gasps> they're super, super tart. tart. Yeah. And they're a little bit darker orange. They look a little more natural than yeah. what you might see yeah. at, at like Trader Joe's normally has. I think they're the almost the same. I think they're like the same. Because you know when you get a dried apricot and it's like almost mealy? This is thin. They're like thin- yeah. or a little thinner too. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, the flavor of them, I was like, damn, these are good. These are as good as those ones. They're not like wet. No, these are like thinner and really tart. And I was like, these are I'm getting these again. So (sighs) you gotta hit up Trader Joe's. I think they had like a teal or like a pale blue type design on it. Yeah. It wasn't like the Trader Joe's brand dried fruit. It was like different. Yeah. uh, Different packaging. And they were as good. Because I always love those apricots that you get there. So good. Yeah, and these were up there for and the, sure. And a much that, bigger package of them.
0: And I had two different kinds of cheeses. Yeah. I had a creamy cheese. I don't remember. Oh, it, the creamy cheese was called Willoughby. And then the, the semi-hard cheese, or is it called semi-soft? It's like the texture yeah. of a jack cheese, basically. Yeah. It's called Alex. And I've seen this cheese at Cookbook <laughs> before, but when, I hadn't seen it in a while, and I had got it one time and really liked it, but they recently they have it in stock right now, or they did, and so I snatched it up again. I really like it. What is it?: It's like a semi-hard cheese, semi-soft, but it's... but it's kind of Swissy, oh, OK. It's kind of got some but not really. It's very nutty. Yeah, I like a nutty. It's a nutty cheese. Sounds good. It's delicious. I kind of want to go get some more now. I can't mm. spend all my money on cheese. That's like my problem. Yeah. So that's where all my money goes is cheese. You can't shop at Cookbook. No. You
1: can't. It's <laughs> like, dangerous. It's, no. You it, can't just put things in a cart there. Ugh. And you're like, that's the place where you're like, look, I got to ask, how much is this? Right. Because <laughs> it could be $25 like, right. for a chunk. Right. It's crazy. It's madness. Anyway, yeah. that's it.
0: We will be back next week or no, later this week. Yeah. Sorry. We'll be back uh, later this week with something scary for Halloween for our main episode. And we will be on Patreon doing our after show, patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Thank you very much. Bye.
1: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it